you feel dirty after watching Hereditary. And then afterwards, it stays with you, which is, if you're watching that type of movie, you want it to stay with you. Yeah, and you're then, like, hey, please stay with me, all yeah. these really messed up emotions. <laughs> yeah. And then the same guy later made Midsummer, which is totally different, but also sticks with you. And it Midsummer is, is really deep. You, so you've got to check them both out. They're, they're and not I got a lot of homework yeah. coming up here. Hill House first. Yeah, Hill House, Hill House. is... That's just, on Netflix, you said? Hmm. Yeah, okay. Hill House is more enjoyable because you can be entertained. The other one, you kind of look at yourself a little bit afterwards and you're like... I don't like what I see here. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it's... <laughs> you come, like it's... You feel a little filthy. Okay. But, you know, not in like a perverted yeah, way. Yeah, not in a fun kind of way. Not like me. Like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Sweet. Classics. And then, uh, what's her name? Yelena Belova is in Midsummer. Oh, okay. Midsummer, All right. And she is stellar in that too. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing now. So Oh, we're are I, we're, I was about to introduce them like that's not mine. Are we are we podcasting? <laughs> are yeah, we? It's, it's we're going. Go, man, go. I I'm sorry I I made the assumption uh, when <laughs> I came out here I was like, "Man, I really hope he lets me use his equipment cuz I've got like my oh, mic nice. in the car. We could set it on a little table out here in the middle of all of us <laughs> and set it into around. to conference yeah. mode. Everyone get close. Gather close, yeah. children. Yeah, you're just the first one in our future business of renting out studio space. Oh, is that the case? Oh, yeah. so this is, I'm being charged right now is what you're saying. No, all right. part, of, okay. no, it's part of the sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, oh, you so just you, have to be under the freaky deke umbrella. It's, <laughs> <laughs> we're, buying, we're buying a podcast. All over the ass. You're, you're like Microsoft now, in fact. Yeah. This, your is, farmland. this is Culture Jacked, a, a freaky deaky podcast. Yeah. Sorry. And hey. Anthony would have some things to say about that. Yeah. He'd be like, I am not pleased with this situation. He'd be, but then he'd be like, how much are they paying? Eight bucks? Hey. I'm still not pleased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Anthony. I t I'm telling you, they're buying a bat from me from Anchor Point. <laughs> so like, that's going to cover most of the guests. Yeah. It's going to be great. Well, we'll we'll let Anthony know what kind of car he can drive now and talk about on his. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's, we, it's we've got to get branded. Correct branded tattoos what, yeah. what color what, what are your logo colors do you have like branding colors uh well not really i mean kind of yellow yellow, yellow, yellow and black we're like a bumblebee okay which is like the bumblebee of bumblebees I'll try to set, oh so you're a little cute for you. fuzzy but you sting hard wow <laughs> oh baby <laughs> oh do i sting hard pal <laughs> oh oh baby i'm gonna i'm gonna start this episode is that all right go ahead yeah, i'm go just waiting it. for you man this is, this is what we do all the time this is nerve-wracking i kind of do this alone usually so we're non-judgmental. All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, folks, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack podcast. My name is Dustin, and today I have a very special episode of the podcast. One, in, because I don't really know what is going to happen in this episode. I've got a loose outline that I gave these gentlemen. Yes, I have two fellows with me. I have Scott and Christian from the Freaky Deaky podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast today. What up? Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. I've always wanted to say that on a podcast. I know, yeah. We, we made it, Christian. <laughs> you, We're here. You did it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is really weird, uh, not just because it's freaky deaky, but it's really <laughs> weird because I'm in your studio recording with your equipment. Hopefully, you're saving the file when we're done, and hopefully, I'll be if able I don't to get mess it. it up. Listen, yeah. listen, we're 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 trying our best. So that's I really appreciate that. These guys have been doing a podcast on like paranormal activity, conspiracy theories, things that go bump in the night sort of situation. And I guess I, I should let you guys describe what your podcast is about first. So Scott, 
what are you what's your uh what's your podcast all about man um i think i i actually just recently updated the instagram to something that i think is kind of poetic and on point yeah let's do it um and that is a father-in-law and son-in-law respectfully disagree <laughs> about almost everything in regards to the paranormal and the unexplained and that's pretty much it. It's a comedy. It's a paranormal comedy podcast. It's like and a sitcom for yeah, podcasting. It changes every time I describe it to someone. They're like, what's your podcast? I'm like, well, it's a real heavy hitter of a paranormal show where we, and it's like, no, it's not. It's not even close. It's not close to that. Just paranormal comedy. We roast each other and don't believe a single word the other person says, but do it <laughs> respectfully because <laughs> that's that what the world needs. You can do that. Yeah. You can. You can. Yeah. So, uh, Christian, I want you to now respectfully disagree and tell me what your podcast is about. What's your podcast about? Our podcast He's is... He's a liar. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my turn. It's, uh, it's about the unexplained. Okay. And Scott is trying to convince me that the unexplained is true, and I'm skeptical about it. Okay. So, I think Scott's hope is eventually I will join the Believers Club. Trademark. And I'm okay with that as long as we use some proof and science along the way. Oh my gosh. It sounds tense. <laughs> it sounds like there's just mind bending conversation over there at the freaky deaky pod. I don't know how much of our audiences would overlap. Cause like typically at culture Jack, we talk about movies, we talk about video games. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many skeptics are going to come over to the, the culture Jack <laughs> podcast from your episode. I actually, I did an episode with these guys. Uh, it's maybe not aired yet. We don't know where anything lands. That's somewhere out there in the timeline. Yeah. But I, I wasn't really sure what to do on this episode. And so I thought maybe to keep it in the same vein of that, like freaky deaky subset. I know yeah. you want to talk about Marvel and we will talk about Marvel because that's <laughs> one of your big passions, Christian, but I wanted to get a feel for like, what is your favorite scary movie and why? Why does it appeal to you so much being so freaky deaky, as it were? Kind of scary, scary movie is difficult. I, don't th I thought about the other one. I didn't think about scary. Do movies. you watch scary movies? I, I guess I would be do a good... to an extent. Yeah. Okay. But I my main goal in life is to convince my wife, Christian's daughter, to watch scary movies with me so that I'm not alone watching it. But she doesn't want to watch scary movies because she's sensible. You know, and she's like, I don't want to have nightmares. Gotcha. Me, I'm like, I want to have nightmares, but I want to be next to someone that I, you know, am tr I get trust to wake up. I don't want to be alone when I wake up and, and terrified. When you but, see a shadow person when you wake up. Yeah. Allegedly. Which I have seen a couple of those yeah. with her next to me. So it didn't really pan out. But, Did she see him? Uh, no. Thankfully, she would have lost her shit. Man. The sea? See Can you I mean? swear? Is this, no this is a swearing podcast? Is it, yeah, yeah. Clean we, we're, we got the explicit oh. tag on too, man. Nice. <laughs> say yeah, fuck the man. You, no. <laughs> say whatever you want. Just yeah. don't say that thing that I told you not to say. Whatever oh, that was. I remember. You can bleep it out. We bleep it out all the time. You see, that would require me to edit this podcast. Yeah, like, we, we sure do bleep it out all the time, Donald <laughs> Christian. <laughs> we do. So the thing you guys should know about the Freaky Deaky podcast, though, is it is a highly produced podcast. Like, if you're listening to the Culture Check podcast, one, I probably sound amazing. We all sound more amazing than we ever have on this side of the podcast before. Because the setup over here is much nicer. The second thing that you'll know if you're a listener of Culture Jack is I don't edit anything. Sometimes I'll fall asleep right in the middle of the episode and I'll have like 20 minutes of just dead space, <laughs> me snoring on the microphone. Uh, these guys put a lot of care into each episode and it really shows. So head over and check out the Freaky Deaky podcast. 
Appreciate that. And you guys are on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, yeah, all the main ones, pod, and then TikTok is at TFD Paranormal. Okay, how are you guys liking TikTok? I don't. You don't? <laughs> it's entertaining, but it is very entertaining. Yeah, I, ha- I have plans I want to do, but finding the time, it's difficult. TikToks, I mean, it takes time and preparation for the kind of podcast you do. Obviously, not the kind of podcast I do, but. For a, a TikTok, you need an actual video element. That's mm. kind of a requirement. And so that takes takes more time. What do you want to do on TikTok? What's your what's your goal over there? Do you want to jump on the trends and I don't do the to... dances? Or... I'm not very good at dancing. Scott's much be- a much better dancer. It's true. Yeah. I was on Dancing with the Stars in 2009. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, do you have a scary movie? That's your favorite scary movie? I have probably two. Okay, what are they? The Sixth, Unless you're embarrassed. The Sixth Sense. Okay. Which is just a it's fun a movie. It's yeah, a and a classic. And then uh, Midsummer, I think, is one of the newer ones, just because it's very thought-provoking and, and uh, great acting, just way out there. Let me throw this out to you. Have you seen Critters? Yes, I have, <laughs> back when it came out. <laughs> What do you remember about that movie? What's the thing that sticks out in your head about that movie? The Not critters, a single thing. <laughs> the, cr- the critters themselves. There's two things for me. One, the critters like transmorgified themselves into a woman out of a Playboy magazine. And as a teenager, oh, I, I was very about excited about that. And then another one, uh, driving down the highway, someone caught a critter. They drove over and it whoosh, jumped up onto the bottom of their vehicle. Now, Ever since then, ever since I saw that, every time I'm driving, I'm afraid of things in the <laughs> middle of the road because I don't want a critter to hop up and burrow, th- burrow its way through my car. Have you ever hit a critter before? I did. In high school, I hit a uh, seagull. I think it was a seagull. Oh, that doesn't count. They're... That's a critter. No, it's a bird. Where do you draw the line? Birds don't count on anything. Because birds aren't real? Now, this is the kind of high, <laughs> hot-hitting hot stuff you're going to get over at Freaky Deaky. Yeah. Birds aren't real. Welcome back to the government conspiracies. No. <laughs> I don't know if that's one we believe in. Uh, it's one we want to talk about, though, because that's a fun one. Yeah, that is a fun one. That and dead Internet theory. Have you guys done like flat earth and stuff yet? Mm, again, I try to touch on things that are actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real. That you can that you can. Yeah. There, can... Look, there was a period of time where I was 100 percent like I got for probably a week straight. I watched the YouTube videos and I was like. Well, hot shit. Would you look at this? <laughs> this earth is My flat as God, a plate. You're on a flat. And then like literally after B.O.B. came out and started talking about it, I'm like, never mind. Never mind. It's round. It's round, everyone. We're back. It was always round. Yeah. <laughs> no, what it was was I believe in the hollow earth and how can a flat earth be hollow? You know? Do you believe in the hollow moon? Is that the one where like the Nazi scientists are up there and whatnot? That's one of the theories. There's also a movie coming out. And since you're like culture. Oh, Moonfall. Yeah. Mm. My son is really excited to see Moonfall. I don't know what's got him so transfixed on that movie. Sounds like a James Bond title, Moonfall. It really does. Oh, is it because Skyfall was a thing? Skyfall. Skyfall was one. Moonraker. Oh, that is one too, huh? Yeah. Wow. No Time to Die. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Yeah. I've probably seen it. It's been. That's one of the newer ones. That's the newest one. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as good as the ones before that, but it was still fun. Man. That that was the new one? The new one. It's called No Time to Die. No Time to Die. See, that shows how little I've actually paid attention to the James. (laughs) Like after I turned like 12 or something like that, I haven't seen any James Bond movies. I love the new James Bond with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Who's the next James Bond? Idris Elba? Or is he too old? I would go with Idris Elba. Yeah. Idris. Idris. 
<laughs> sorry. So, sorry to Mr. Elba out there listening to the podcast. Mr. Elba. Right in. Played, played in one of my favorite shows <laughs> called Luther. Mm, that was a good show. Yeah. And he is amazing in that. Not only as Heimdall, but watch Luther. If you like his acting, watch Luther. That's some of his. Well, I mean, more recently he did the Suicide Squad. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Oh, obviously. And you guys said you were watching Peacemaker, right? I saw, the, yeah. I saw the beginning of it. I haven't got, oh gotten caught up on it yet. It's so funny. Who knew John Cena had such incredible comedic timing? I didn't know it until watching, just watching him dance. Yeah. <laughs> just watching him dance is enough. Yeah. It's, it's like moving a whole sack of potatoes around, man. He is so robotic. He was, <laughs> he, yeah, he was hilarious in Suicide Squad, though, his character. He was yeah. so good. Everyone him, was. Yeah, that was the... They did so much better with the new Suicide Squad. Okay, I want to keep this a little freaky deaky. We're going to talk about Marvel stuff here in just a minute, but uh, that's so, DC. No, no. Just, <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> gotcha. No. Look, I. <laughs> this is the episode where I'm exposed as a fraud for everything that I've ever yeah. done on this podcast. Again. <laughs> again. Yeah, I just want people that that have been listening to you for a while to be like, again, what else did he do? I got to um, look into this. Guy. Yeah, every every Comb through day the of my life, in fact, yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. I'm ours, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about scary video games? Because I do talk about video games. I got one of those for sure. You go first. What do you got? Fear. Fear and Fear 2 are two of my favorite first-person shooters. I, I haven't... I, I think the last scary video game I played was like Parasite Eve in 1996 or some shit. But what's Fear about? <sighs> I forget what the... It's an acronym for something, but it's pretty much a paranormal... Uh, like there's moments in this video game where this little ghost girl, the cutscenes are there, but you can't skip cutscenes, so you have to watch it. Okay. And like, so it's pretty much a slow motion thing where you're sitting there running away, and this little girl, you just turn around, and she's there. She's like follows you around the entire thing. But it's uh, Christian's gonna probably pull up the the acronym, and that'll help me out a little bit. Oh, it's been. It was when I was living with my parents, like back. It was like Xbox, the original Xbox. So this is. A, it was like a jump scare game. Is that what was scary about it, it or was it the share of me more kid, atmosphere? Okay. Like both. Like it was really well done as far as graphics okay. and uh I forget who uh developed it. First encounter assault recon. That yeah. is not what I expected when I well, you were describing this game. So so pretty much when there's like words of crazy shit going on, this team gets called. Okay. They show up and so you have to pretty much face off against these terrifying paranormal entities and whatnot. And and the fact that just the fact you couldn't skip the jump scenes, man. I didn't want to watch them because each one scared me further and further along. And it's one of those games where like, you see a hallway and you're like, I know I got to walk down the hallway, but I also know at the end of that hallway, <laughs> I'm going to get a weird like glitch thing where I lose control and I see this girl over in the, and it's going to make me shit my pants. We're going to be back at square one. And I actually wish they'd reboot that series because I would play it now in a heartbeat. Doom now is pretty freaky. Doom is pretty freaky. Like I love, I love first person shooters in general, but when they get the scary stuff involved, it's, it's both, it's a love hate thing where I'm like, I love this game, but, I also don't want to be alone playing it. So what what elicits more of a fear in you? Like scary video games or scary movies and shows? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess probably they're different kinds of of emotion. Yeah, <laughs> different at, kinds of fear. At least with movies and shit, I can kind of like look away. If I'm playing a video game, I'm like I have to, I unfortunately have to watch this. Right. Uh, I think think video games because you're they're you're actually doing something. You're part of the environment. Even mm -hmm. if it's not real, yeah. right? It it hits you differently. Well, you were talking earlier, Scott, off off air about a VR game that had some horror elements. What, what game was that? 
Is it a Resident Evil game or? Uh, no, it was just a regular. It was like a zombie shooter. I got sorry, folks. I can't tell you what it's about. <laughs> got four seconds in, I pulled my headset off. I'm like, I'm good. But if you want like really creepy shit on the VR, like Oculus and stuff, just go on YouTube, and yeah. you can find you can find Pennywise, a Pennywise video. Fuck you that. can find like again, kind of similar to Fear, like a little girl just in like a corner. She kind of follows you around. Sure, sure. Yeah, like there's all kinds of creepy VR shit where you you put on those goggles and you're like. I like I again like just base instinct shit yourself. Well, Five Nights at Freddy's. You guys heard of that one? I've heard, heard of it. I never have... played it because it sounds terrifying. It's it's terrifying, and there's a whole genre of these games where it's something following you and you not having Weapons. enough flashlights or enough bullets or enough anything. And and I it just to me I'm not a I'm not a scary freaky deaky kind of guy, so I don't play many of these games because I'm a ch- I'm a chicken I'm a coward. Hey, you're talking to one. Uh, yeah, so we're we're on that same wavelength, uh, and just putting us in a situation where like you don't have enough to survive, or you're always running for your life, or you're always afraid of what's behind that corner in the shadows is just so stressful. And I, I get why people get it, but I don't get it. I think right. it's a healthy stress, though. I think those are the things we've lost through the years, being the apex species yeah, on this planet. That's why we are so stressed in modern times over stuff that doesn't really matter is because we don't have that that natural fear of what's behind the bushes that might eat us how are we going to survive you know ancient man's way of living and um dealing with certain energy and and feelings we don't have that outlet anymore so the only way you can get it is through like video games or movies and type of things that's Mm. why people like to be scared that's why people go on those amusement rides that are a little scary because it's it's healthy for your body to get that little boost in fear and adrenaline. And I think the fight or flight is a healthy thing as long as it's not too much. It doesn't affect you too much. It doesn't happen all, all the time. So, yeah. so video games are like a evolutionary byproduct of humanity is what you're getting at. I think if you when you look through entertainment in general, even back in radio days or ancient Greece. War of they, the world stuff. Yeah, when they did did plays. You know, you always had something fear-based, something tragic, something that had a had an emotional, you know. Um, so we just on you. we just know we need that. Yeah, this is the type of shit he talks about all the time too. <laughs> Anyone's wondering the level of bullshit you're you're gonna receive if you come over to the show? You, you just found it. <laughs> you just right in the face. Yeah, there it is, guys. This uh, the abusive relationship that goes on over there at that <laughs> yeah. podcast is like no other. It is uh, truly chef's kiss it's amazing oh, yeah. okay uh so you didn't get to i didn't get to say what my scary <laughs> video game was oh i don't give a fuck what you want to talk about okay no, i'm just kidding what what what's your scary video game bioshock bioshock that, that had moments in it yeah i played that late i only started me playing too. that like two years ago i played it like probably five years i think did you tell me about that game years ago oh I, I i don't know i know i was really excited about bioshock infinite when it came out because it was a different setting it was no longer underwater that was the third one right yeah it was in the in the sky it was like uh the disappointing one why are you disappointed by it? it it was not like the first two the first two were amazing i loved how it went back with that 1950s style to i was dope the uh yeah that 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 whole time period and and just how they mixed it in which later they kind of did with fallout right um for some reason that worked for me and then you'd be in that dark place and i gotta sell you on bioshock infinite for a second because it is like a a bizarre twisted version of the united states of america where 
the founding fathers have just become deified amongst this people in the clouds. And it's just, it's that ultra patriotic nationalist. Like it's so crazy. I do love that part of it. And it has, I not to reference maybe a future episode of the Freaky Deaky podcast, but it does have several elements of time travel involved in it as well. So yes. like you, yeah. you got, if, it, if you've not a, played infinite through to completion, it, you need to. I have. You and have? I, and okay. I enjoyed it, but not at the same level. All right. I like some of the, the deeper, like the kind of America warped just a little, because when you really look at it, it's not warped much. But just that little bit You're like, Wait, makes this it is. another level of scary. <laughs> Wait yeah. a second here. No. Yeah. Yeah. It shows you how how just a little bit of a tweak makes things horrifying. Those were a good good series of games. Not to get uh, away from freaky stuff. Do you guys have other like video games that you're big into right now? Anything? I have played EA Sports hockey since 1993 every year. Yeah. Are you excited for the impending acquisition by Amazon of EA Sports? You in this? <laughs> Did you? Is that know. real? I don't know. No, I don't know if it's real. Oh God! But I almost died. We, we, we are having that huge consolidation, right, with the Microsoft True. Activision. Yeah. Uh, happen. Ubisoft has been talked about for a long time. When did we Sega's start saying, been talked about? When did we start saying Ubisoft? Everyone when I was growing up is Ubisoft. That's what I thought it was. And it's only recently everyone started saying Ubisoft. But see, <laughs> this is why he has this uh, a, a pop culture podcast, and we have yeah informed me on it. Like, yeah. Uh, I I can't tell you the origins of. I need you to. <laughs> <laughs> I need this from you right now. Pull it out of your ass. Um. But I know that a lot of the uh, this kind of industry podcast and YouTube videos and stuff like yeah. the people that are within the industry, producers, developers, people that speak at the E3 showcases and whatnot, say Ubisoft. So that I just started saying Ubisoft because I remember that mm. I used to say Ubisoft as well. Yeah, but you didn't want to be outcast. Right? No, you were no. Like, oh, shit. Is that bad? I'm having a hard enough time, like clawing my way in already. <laughs> so mm. I, I need every up I can get. To include saying Ubisoft, it's even relatable. if that makes me a sellout, I guess. Hey, man. Look. Hey, fuck being I, someone that stands out. Be a sellout. I, make, I, make that cheddar. I, had to, be a, <laughs> I, I had to be a conformist. It's fine to be a sellout as long as you're true to yourself. True. I mean, you should be getting paid for what you, what you love to do. Yeah. If your true work. self yeah. really wants to say, hey, fuck all my fans and stuff, I'm just going to go for that money, do that. Do that. <laughs> I mean, there's a way to do it without doing that. Yeah, that's you, Willie. Willie's <laughs> Willie's our number one fan on the podcast. I Shout made a whole Willie. episode. Yeah, Willie, thanks, thanks for everything. We have fans like that too. But really, uh, my mom. <laughs> Shout out my mom. <laughs> I wish my mom listened to the podcast. I was like, "Mom, you listen to my podcast?" She's like, "Pod what?" I don't. <laughs> it's the last thing. she was like, "I was listening." I was like, "Stop! <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Stop right there." Yeah. yeah. Um. So speaking of those acquisitions. Microsoft said they were going to acquire Activision. Sony just bought Bungie. You know, Sony's got Insomniac. Uh, Microsoft's got uh, Bethesda. What what does that do for the Halo franchise? So the Halo franchise. Okay, so Bungie. Bungie's such a weird company. I was listening to someone talk about this before. They were uh, the original Halo creators. Mm. And they were owned by Microsoft. Was that 343 or whatever? That studio? No, no, no. It's Bungie. Bungie originally developed Halo. Uh-huh. They were owned by Microsoft, and then they they became 
independent, I think. And then they joined up with Activision. But before Activision got a chance to be sucked up by Microsoft wholesale, they struggled to gain their independence from Activision. So they were an independent studio and now they're owned by Sony or partnered with Sony. It's kind of a weird thing because they want to stay kind of independent, multi-platform. Is it still still going to come out on the Xbox when they make Halo 14? So Halo will almost exclusively come out on the Xbox because they just had a new one, Halo Infinite. And that came out on the Xbox exclusively because Bungie, that developed Halo, separated from that franchise when they separated from Microsoft. Microsoft retained the rights to Halo and Bungie went off to develop Destiny, Destiny 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 2. Yeah. Yeah, So, okay. Those are both great games. I haven't played Infinite yet. But I did see the trailer for the Halo show that is finally fucking coming out after. What do you think of that trailer, by the way? I think it's going to be a disappointment, but I'm also very excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited to watch it because like that's like my childhood, man. Halo. That's my like. And when I found out that what was that movie that uh, Peter Jackson directed that was supposed to be Halo? Um, District nine. Oh, I was going to say John Carter. I was like, <laughs> that's nothing like that. <laughs> when I when I found out that the District 9 movie was originally when it was picked up or picked up was supposed to be like the first in a Halo movie directed by Peter Jackson. I was like, oh, shit. And but I ended up liking District 9, so it's all fine. District but, 9 was good. District 9 yeah. was good. But the fact that it's finally coming out as as a series and that's what on like HBO Max or something, or is it going to be a that's coming out on fuck? I think it's Paramount. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Paramount Plus. I've never so. been a Halo person. No, why not? What 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 turns you off of it? Uh, I think when I like like shooter games, I just like regular military. I don't like to go too far in the future. Mm. Can we can we say for a moment um, that Halo was a hundred percent ripped off recently by Star Wars? Halo was ripped off by Star the Wars. Concept of of the Halo, like the Halo, was I saw that in Star Wars. It was either I think it was the Book of Boba Fett. I saw it. Really? Yeah, a, a planet that's like a Halo. It's like a big arch. It's a big, like, the hell. I don't know. I don't know if it's. Was it the most recent episode of Book of Boba Fett? No. I haven't seen that. I don't think so. I think it was. It was recent, and it might not even be that. It might be something entirely different. But I know it was Star Wars related. And hmm. by recent, you meant you haven't seen the second to the last one of the first season. That's exactly what I meant. Is it coming to a close? Yeah. I mean, I don't know when this episode's going to air. Probably the last episode of it, in like two weeks. Which dates the episode? I don't care. Was all, we're going off book now. Don't worry about it. Don't worry it about nothing. This is when it airs. All right. This is yeah. when it airs. This is when we record. This is when it airs. This yeah. is how much downtime I've had between now and then, or then and now. There you go. Um, all all science fictions like that though. Like it's yeah. all like interwoven, and you is know that the deal with Dune. Like, yeah. Did did George Sp- Lucas steal a lot of shit from Dune? Oh yeah, Sp- yeah. Spices from Dune. What did you guys think of Dune? I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen Dune yet? We're, it was my movie of the year last year. That's where I, so I, think, good. I'm, I think I'm going to see it today. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed what I saw. I fell asleep for part of it. It's It can be slow, but it's like beautiful. It's oh, beautifully yeah, shot. Yeah, sure, yeah, it's amazing. Um, But 100% it's Star Wars. But it was written before yeah. Star Wars. Exactly. So what does that say about George Lucas? George Lucas. I love Star Wars. I'm not yeah. gonna, like, no, George you know. Lucas was inspired by the hero. <laughs> myth or the yeah. hero's story which is oh well i've heard this yeah oh yeah, yeah joseph sure. campbell mm. his his college professor yeah. work it all the way back to jesus again that was, a, that was a fun <laughs> one. if he could just I mean, walk us all back 
right. <laughs> divine and you, you understand so yeah that well let me tell you that's freaky deaky that is that's that's their tagline on their podcast i get that to say is. it because this does, is my does podcast know, does he know he has to <laughs> the pay intro us every time starts, he says yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well did you know <laughs> uh, uh that's that's culture jack d that's what i'm that's gonna be my new <laughs> my it new really rolls out the tongue. Yeah, it really <laughs> i like does. it I enjoy it a lot okay yeah. let's talk about marvel uh of 2021 marvel so we had a big glut of marvel i, I don't know like I know Christian's a big fan of Marvel. Like, what you you watch all the movies and shows uh, and shit. I enjoy the franchise Marvel. I enjoy <laughs> the, not I enjoy the movies. I enjoy the shows for the most part. Not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I well, that's because China won't let us finish it. But uh, no, what I don't what I don't do is dive into exactly where on this timeline, this massive fucking timeline, each individual movie or show takes place. What I do is as a viewer, I like to sit down and watch it and be like, I don't care when this happened. It's entertaining. Show me some cool shit. Yeah, that's what I do. And then like, if if we have questions, why Christian, uh, before or after this movie, (laughs) when is this? And he's like, it's after this. But what you need to do is watch the 14th cartoon that came out about it. You're going to turn that into, I'm like, dude, we're not doing any of that. (laughs) Just send over the deets, my man. Yeah. I uh, I get I get kind of tangled up in that. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about it on this podcast. Anthony talks about it on his side. And so, like, we have to do that kind of to a degree. Mm-hmm. And I get kind of envious about that kind of position where I don't know, oh, this is a guy <laughs> from the comics. I know that name. He was just a police officer in this movie for a half a second, but I know they referenced his name and he's actually a hero yeah. from another one that they're going to do a spinoff and he's connected to this person, this person, this person. Is that Jimmy Woo? Now, hey, look, someone has to do that stuff. <laughs> someone does. It can't be me. Well, it's not me either, but I I look it up, you know, on the Marvel wikis and then I act very indignant about it and, and stuck up when I <laughs> when I go see the shit. Actually. I'm like, actually, that, guy, that guy's not important. Don't worry about him. But this guy over here, take a, take a look at this. Yeah. Um, so what'd you guys think of Marvel 2021 after there was like a huge glut, nothing in 2020 because of the pandemic. Now we got 2021. We had like four shows, five shows. We had shoot four or five movies. WandaVision started off the year right and amazed me. Mm-hmm. Was that was that your favorite Disney Plus show? I think in some ways it was because of the first the way they did it at the beginning with the sitcoms. You know, yeah. I grew up watching those sitcoms on, you know, repeat. That turned off a lot of people. It did. I was really, but I, also I, I can see why, because right. they didn't, they didn't grow up with those sitcoms babysitting, sitting them like they did with me. You know, that those were on every day, you know, at different times. The summer, you'd get up and watch I Love Lucy and all the other stuff. And then I liked how they did it in different generations. And then I liked the deep message of dealing with grief right? and how amazing they were able to tie that into the universe, the Marvel universe, the Marvel world, Marvel world, and, and maybe have it be something that touched almost everybody that watched it in a different way because of this, the, the grief, grief factor. And Scott, maybe not for you, but like Christian, what do you think of the the whole Mephisto uh, blue ball of the thing? I think that's there. People aren't far off. I don't. This is where we might get into a little bit of our podcast on this. I don't think the world's ready for that character 
on Disney yet. The the literal Marvel devil. Right. I think we're almost there. Okay. I think we're almost there where people aren't so put off by having that character. I mean, you just had what the the TV series Lucifer. Yeah, I think you might be overestimating how ready the world is. <laughs> Think, for the devil yeah like to be think, to be no. honest with you man the, the devil has been a topic that has been nobody gives a shit about for years i, th I think like you're even wrong, in man. religion even religion like you don't hear the out the outlandish like claims where whenever something pops up on the news and they're like well that's the devil like and if you do it's a very brief moment in where some people places care. that still sells really well for the church yeah but in those places probably don't have netflix you know that's like, true. They're probably not as focused on entertainment. Right? Like entertainment wise, the devil hasn't been a bad thing. It, yeah, like, again, like you said, Lucifer ran for how many? Twenty five seasons or some shit. <laughs> like nobody gives a shit. But it was it was entertaining, yeah. and it was you know people like watching that character. And I think Mephisto is in the future because there's so much there. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody that's not really into him or know him, that I don't know too much about him. Right. But I think Disney has to kind of build up to a point where they can put that kind of character there without losing so many subscriptions. We, we need to be right. a little bit more addicted before they can throw that character But aren't we out. that addicted right now? Like, isn't, is isn't Marvel... <laughs> is that what you want? I mean, the, the world... Do you want to be... Like, addict me, I, I I want to see good entertainment when I am watching something like that. It doesn't matter necessarily if I agree with that subject matter if it's good entertainment and is thought provoking and i think that would be and right. i think it's coming and i think it's funny that so many people connected it and i bet years down the line when it when he does show up you're going to be able to go back to wandavision and see those parts that they talked about referring to him oh as, little easter eggs back yeah, then gotcha, that, gotcha that's just kevin feige for you he'll put those easter eggs in it but not give it to you for years it well, works. The thing about Easter eggs, too, especially when it comes to these MCU flicks and, and shows, is like you can just make a Marvel movie and you can reference things that happened in the past Marvel movies. They're like, oh, yeah, this was actually important without ever having yeah. any in, intention of making that like super important. Similarly to the time travelers, you know, making a prediction that, you know, maybe is very general or maybe it's something that could be alluded to in the past or something, something along those lines. Scott, what, what was your favorite Marvel MCU movie from last year? Honestly, I don't know. I think uh, my favorite thing about the MCU last year was just that, like, these these characters that for the, the average Joe are just obscure, <laughs> nobody cares right. about, like, came out with these shows. And you're like, okay, so I guess these people are actually kind of cool. Top like, guy. Yeah, Hawkeye. That vision, surprised like, me so nobody, much. You know, nobody yeah. would have cared. Like, for I didn't the most care part. about Wanda or Vision. Yeah, until that TV show. I the their relationship was always like a little weird to me because he's yeah. like so much older and also or also so much younger because he or, was just born as a robot. Yeah, so I was like also AI. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, a little strange. Yeah. Exactly. It might yeah. be weird. It's but... a lot of strange things that happen in yeah. in that one. What about Black Widow? You saw that one? I love Black Widow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think it came out too late? Yes. Yeah. It would have been more impactful between uh, the Avengers, or I think it was supposed to come out like after Civil War, right? I, I think it would have been better then, but I also don't think we would have found the future of Black Widow if it had been released then. I think. Oh, you don't think Florence Pugh would have been picked for the part? I don't think so. And I think that's, the, she's going to be magic in the universe. She's uh, she's amazing. She was amazing in Hawkeye. 
I mean, all you wanted to do in Hawkeye was to see her and Kate hang out after. Yeah, you, know? you did. Because both of those actresses are great. Mm. All right. What about the implications of the Eternals on the MCU universe? I, I didn't see the Eternals. You haven't seen that the Eternals the yet. And it's mainly like I don't usually care about what critics say or anything like that. But it's mainly the just the severe reactions to it that I saw on Facebook. Uh, when I occasionally scroll through that nonsense machine um, <laughs> that I was like, yeah, it just doesn't seem like something like I had no idea who they were, which is weird. Cause I just said, Oh, I like that. They brought obscure shit out for the average show. <laughs> Except for this. Yeah, obscure shit. I heard this one. I'm like, Angelina Jolie's in it. <laughs> Fuck that I, I noise. like her who part cares? in there. I, yeah. I, I really do think she was good in that. Um, yeah. Just like with Maleficent. She's, Didn't I, I think she was supposed to be in that role. This role, mm-hmm. maybe not supposed to be in, but she does fine. Yeah. And I like, I like the Eternals a lot because I right. like history. Well, um, I've heard mixed reviews about it now. Like I'd probably be open to seeing it, but when it first came out, I was like, I have zero desire to see that. It's on the streaming service now. So yeah. like just yeah. whenever I feel yeah, like, no, yeah, I kind of maybe want to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's for a couple hours. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. It, it's definitely like a, a different kind of Marvel movie. Yeah. But it also expands the universe. And if you think of these movies and you think of these shows instead of like individual, this is a movie. If you think of it as an episode in the movie of, yeah, or the 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 whole series of the MCU. Yeah. Then you, I think it, it turns your thinking around a little bit. So a lot of people get upset and they're like, Oh, why didn't you describe this character's origin story? Like, well, you don't need it yet. I mean, like we learned about Hawkeye shit 10 years after the Avengers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, unless you're a comic, and he comic was books. an Avenger, which is, very and he sad. was an Avenger and we, and they, you know, they made the little references. They made, not, the they made fun of him all through his show because of that, but, but he turned out he was but pretty he's avenged that. Yeah. He has avenged that. Yeah. I think Eternals would have been better as a TV show because we would have gotten used to the characters a little bit better because there's a couple really yeah. good characters. Hmm. I like the overall story. It's the ancient astronaut, astronaut. You know, belief type of thing where all the gods, were. ancient aliens, yeah, yeah, ancient, shit. yeah, yeah. So nice, you know. It's so it's like in the wheelhouse of shit that I would enjoy yeah. watching. Yeah, they but go through time it's, periods. Yeah, it's like pretty cool. Babylon, Egypt, mm-hmm. and all they, that kind of stuff. And stuff. the Eternals, like in the comics, they influenced all kinds of shit during history. And you know, like the the character Sprite was a, an influence on. Uh, the creation of the the Peter Pan character mm. and you know in in that author's work and uh Gilgamesh was King Gilgamesh and it's good stuff right like there, yeah. yeah just like all these different places in history where they were actually you know Circe was the person that that Odysseus met when you know he went out on his Odyssey or or whatnot. Mm. So just so is they, is they like tying everything together as far as like a big storyline then or is it so it, it it adds new elements to the the cinematic universe and i don't want to spoil you for it because there are some cool surprises to Mm. it but it does expand it in a way uh that leaves it open to some like really cool exploration i think it'll later in the long term it'll fit perfectly i think that's why they did it like they're paving the way for the future of what the franchise is supposed to be or what yeah like the timeline they're setting up for all this nonsense and yeah yeah it's probably perfect you'll look back on this 20 years from now and be like nailed it yeah yeah did I, you did you guys think that uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield were in Spider Man No Way Home before yep, you went? I did. hundred percent. I was hundred yeah. percent sure. Me too. Yeah. What did you guys think of that movie? I one of, that was one of the best Marvel movies ever. It was really it was good. Really good. Yeah. I mean, they did so much in such a short span of time and made it work. That's impressive on its own. 
bringing in all those past villains, bringing in past Spider-Man. Yeah. Making Andrew Garfield the darling of Spider-Man. Yeah, they really after- redeemed that, yeah. that Spider-Man character. I don't remember those Spider-Mans. I, I, those Spider-Mans. I don't remember those Spider-Man, <laughs> excuse me, no, movies uh, at all. I don't, I, I'm sure I watched them, but I don't yeah, remember his, his Spider-Man movies. And, you know, everybody, a lot of people said it was unfair how he was treated at the time. Maybe I think maybe the world just didn't like that movie at that time, you know, the timing. Right. But it was really interesting to watch how he was redeemed. Yeah. Are you, are you guys, are you guys uh, of the, of the internet mindset that... Toby Maguire, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, in that order. Nope. Are the greatest Spider-Man. Nope. Okay. What's no. your what's your Spider-Man preference? Yeah, it would have to be Tom Holland, Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Because I don't remember Andrew Garfield. Like I liked I liked the Toby Maguire Spider-Man. When I when I grew up watching sure. it, I thought they were good movies. I liked him until Ben until he became Venom. The uh, third one was a horrendous mess. Yeah. I didn't like that one weird. too much. Was, there's some weird scenes in that one. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I think Tom Holland is my favorite because I, I like him and his acting, but I also like, and this is where I might have a problem going going into the future of, of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, is I thought his friends are what made that movie. And I know Spider-Man is supposed to be alone. Right. But those two friends of his, MJ and, and Ned, were great they were had a lot of fun with with them i thought that they played their roles perfect i mean but the way that they ended that movie where he'd forgotten about them and or they'd forgotten about him yeah he's like who who are you guys yeah he for they forgot about him and he went back and he was gonna tell them and then he didn't like that it was just so emotional it was so good It, It, it hit it slaps yeah, you did like most of the time, especially in the past, you know, with superhero movies, maybe pre Marvel, that would have been a, a happy ending where he would have convinced them who he was. And I think it's more important that he left that, even though I think in the future they'll end up at least for a short period of time as friends again. Right. Well, I mean, there's got to be an MJ to a Spider Man. Yeah. There has to. Yin yang, yin yang, man. Yeah. And a hobgoblin to the Spider Man. Willem Dafoe was so good. That's coming back. I'm glad they took his mask off right away. Yeah. Smash that shit right in the alley. It's like, yeah. I'm done. I'm actually a goblin. Watch me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He, he did great. I like the fact that those that he was one of the ones that actually didn't want to just do that cameo. Mm. And right. he wanted to actually have a story. He's like, no, you guys are spitting out fire right now. Put yeah. me in this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm in this. Andrew Garfield was hilarious every mm. time he was on the screen, except for when he was crying. Yeah, there were some emotional moments with the Spider-Man. They just did really well. Especially when Aunt May just had just died and mm. and the other two Spider-Men went to go cheer him up and Oh yeah. That was oof. What's really funny is is like uh I'd gone to see it the first day it came out, but I was going to go see see it with Scott in China that weekend, but I didn't want to avoid spoilers. So the whole Aunt May scene I was like watching them out of the corner of my eye. Oh, watching their reaction? Yeah, and at first they're like, "Oh my god." And then it, afterwards they're like, "Oh, thank thank you. She's okay." And then she's just, she wasn't okay, guys. Yeah. Just a look up. And you could feel it in the movie theater. It was nice, too, because it was the first time I'd been to a packed movie theater in two years. Yeah, that's what's fun, isn't it? The emotions. I love it. The emotions on something like that. My favorite part of the entire movie was the guy that had to cross by us 25 times. Yeah. And I said, thank God this theater's packed, sir. 
I get to feel your ass brush up against my knees. He did, he did go a lot. Yeah, he sure did. He had to pee more than Christian. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That says something. That yeah, says I said something. on the end, though, because I know. Yeah, because that's a smart move. Yeah. That is a smart move, especially if you know yourself. Yeah. Mm. So Spider-Man No Way Home did multiverse in a way that we haven't seen yet for the MCU. I mean, excepting Loki. Mm-hmm. And so what are your expectations going into Multiverse of Madness and the reported cameos that we're going to get during? I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i let Scott go first because I have. Okay, what do you think, Scott? Oh, you want he, me to not, rock he's that? He's not as yeah. deep into it as me. Yeah, no, I have zero expectations. That's why, that's why we Doctor keep him around. Do you think Doctor Strange will be in it? Of Multiverse of Madness? Isn't that his movie? <laughs> it is his yeah. movie. Okay, I was like, wait, hold on a second. I know that for sure. Like, I sure hope he's in it, dude. That'd be weird if he wasn't. Yeah. That is a multiverse of madness. Okay. What do you think? Who do you think the cameos are? Well, I, I mean, I... potential spoilers for Doctor Strange right now, but on the internet, the rumor is Tom Cruise is coming back. Gross. Not coming back, coming to it as an alternate version of Tony Stark. Mm, yeah, I, do, I think I did hear that. I, if, yeah. if it happens, Gross. I hope they handle it the way I think they should. Kill him off. immediately hey guys it's me tony stark i'm dead again you know yeah exactly every iteration we've had of tony stark lately he has died in okay in what if so theoretically he should die in this one yeah or he should be doomed what if he goes back to his i don't you know as long as he's tom cruise is only in a tiny part of it i don't really care okay what about uh so black panther Chadwick Boseman passed, unfortunately, what? a few years ago. <laughs> Spoiler alerts for real life. Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed. And so uh, there's been a, a huge demand on the internet calling for the T'Challa Black Panther character to come back. Recast this guy, they've said. Multiverse gives a real opportunity for that. Mm. What do you guys think about recasting the T'Challa character? Or should they do like they have been and just leave T'Challa in the past? Is this like a too soon situation or is this like, I, should it wait longer or should we do it now? I think they should, they shouldn't recast him yet. Yeah. It's, it yeah. still seems a little too fresh for, right. The people get pretty invested in that type of shit, you know? Right. It's not so. your normal situation either. Cause he was well loved in that. Character. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He made so, that character. So you could kind of leave it alone a little bit and have another character take that role. In my okay. Opinion. Well, I mean, there's rumors that uh, Latita Wright is, uh, you know, reprising her role as Shuri and she's going to take on more of the Black Panther role. But then there's also rumors that M'Baku. M'Baku is my is, is the one I want. Coming to be the next Black Panther. Mm. And you know, then you know why I want him? Why? Because, because he was a bad guy, kind of in, in the original in, in the first Black Panther. He wasn't he was like you thought he was going to be a bad guy. But he he was honorable. Right. When he lost, he lost. Is and this Michael B. Jordan we're talking about? No, that's a Killmonger. Okay. Mbaku is I've the, only seen it once. the guy that made the gorilla type sounds. Like he was at the beginning. He was from the other tribe gotcha. within Wakanda. Uh, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he came in at the end and and like hmm. I think even in Endgame, right? He helped him. No, that was just in Black Panther. But he, he was a good guy in the end. He helped the family. Right. Gotcha. Even though he'd lost that battle. Yeah. And couldn't be the ruler. Oh, yeah. Because in Black Panther, after uh, Killmonger took over, they went and found him and were, were like, hey. Yeah. Not only did he. We need your help. 
he he helped the family. He actually saved, you know, to talk to T'Challa. So, and and he didn't have to do any of that, and he went out of his way to do it. So, I think he would be fun to have for a while. Okay, and he got a pay raise. Big yeah, that yeah, matters. hell yeah, he got a pay raise officially. So, oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so he may be in a much bigger role. Yeah. Interesting. That is interesting. Okay. So my last question for Multiverse of Madness, and then we'll end this episode, because I've got to take my family out to lunch. <laughs> the- <laughs> is that the question? Yeah, that's the question. Do I have to take my, family, have to out take my family out to lunch? Oh, we're going to keep this uh-huh. going. Uh, okay. Do you think the mutants are going to show up in Multiverse of Madness? Is that when we're getting the, finally, the Fox Marvel mutants? Let there be mutants? Let there be mutants? From Wanda? Oh, that that line that she did in the comics, but twisted around to where there's mutants allowed. Oh, no more mutants is what she said. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Too. All all more mutants. <laughs> I don't. I think that would be a good time, but I don't know. There's so much in that movie. I mean, I want to know is that Strange Supreme, the Dark Strange? That's what if stuff that I, I think I've showed you guys a video on on that one because you guys wouldn't watch what if. But uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what he keeps saying. <laughs> and we keep batting that shit down. It's yeah. just nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Nope. We've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier not to watch. <laughs> yeah. Got to finish not watching this one first. <laughs> yeah, I just I I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it's probably the least favorite of mine. So far. I just can't. Anthony Mackie's acting, I can't get on board with. I'm sorry. I I agree. Like uh, the second season of Altered Carbon. I don't know if you saw that on Netflix. Yeah, he killed it was, that show for me. It was hard to watch, and I don't know if it was just him, but also it felt like it wasn't written as well, it wasn't acted as well, and it was just like I think it was a dulled down version of the first one. You know, maybe, but I think it was mainly him because the way it's his acting style. It's nothing like he's a good actor. He's not bad at what he does, but it's that he's too over the top. With his like mannerisms and everything like that, it's too dramatic. Like it's right. you can't picture having a conversation with someone and them acting that way other, without you being like, "You all right, dude? What's going on? Is right, all right, a little tense. No, you good? Like it's just it's just not believable for yeah. me. Like, well, I, that's a hard character to play too because mm-hmm. he's he's playing a guy who is wearing the skin of another guy who is wearing the skin of another guy. So he's got to kind of take all those previous mannerisms into account and his body gestures and his language and everything have to be kind of similar but also kind of put his own spin on it because he isn't a different person's skin like that's some weird shit and it's it's uh like tough shoes to fill like season one i forget what that actor's name was but he's one of my favorite like he was in suicide squad joel oh kinnaman yeah yeah he's a good actor rick flag he's yeah, a yeah. really good actor and that season one of altered carbon was amazing i honestly didn't realize that was him <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it, was. it, it yeah. was amazing it was very good yeah you guys on that love, death, and robots thing? You like yeah. that one? I've only I, watched a couple, but I've China doesn't. It. She's not really in, so in love with the death and robots. I, I like that kind of stuff. It reminds me of the old heavy metal cartoons back oh, in the day. Anyway, mutants in the in the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fa- Fantastic Four. Mm. Mm. I think we're all turned off to that still. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a hard one, but I actually, you know, I want to see more Kang. Even I want to see just, more King too. Even if it's just for a little bit, because he blew me away in Loki. Yeah, he was really good for mm-hmm. the half a scene he was in. Like just even when you yeah. open the door and you see him in that first the bot the the posture he has and the way he comes out, I'm like, and then just the whole way through he was amazing. I would love to see 
him start popping up. And but we're going to see more of him, but mean version of Jonathan Majors. Which yeah, is scary, it's but awesome. just that little part, I'm, I'm, I'm in for it. Did you watch that other show he was in? Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. It was amazing. I'm yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. I need more Sylvie too. I just want to throw that out there. More Sylvie. More Sylvie. More Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop was amazing. Right? Yeah. More Florence Pugh. Yep. As Yelena Belova. All right, guys. I think I'm going to end the podcast <laughs> and take my uh, family out to lunch. Uh, one one last time, uh, plug your plug your show, Scott. Wheel uh, it out. Yeah. It's called the the Freaky Deaky. And wherever you find podcasts, if you're listening to this on something, we're probably it's also on there. that too. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, websites thefreakydeaky.com. Social medias are at freakydeakypod or at TFD Paranormal on TikTok. If you if you have a ghost story of any kind or you've witnessed something <laughs> paranormal, send it into us. Good God, it is difficult getting that type of information out of people because everyone's just ashamed of it. But it's the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And you can be anonymous. You can. We'll read it off. Just say, hey, don't put my name in there because I have people that think or view me higher than they would if they heard this story. Yeah. If you're a government worker with inside knowledge, let us know as long as it's not espionage or top secret stuff that we shouldn't have. If mm. someone sends me an email that's got a story by <laughs> it, I will forward it to you. Appreciate just that. Just because, I mean, people don't listen. They just don't they just listen. Don't. Been don't. asking for almost two years now. Christian. We're talking about you specifically. <laughs> I have plenty of stories. I don't know what you guys are talking Christian, about. Christian, you plug the pod. I want to hear you plug yeah. your podcast. If you want to hear a rational, peaceful difference of opinion with a lot of <laughs> picking on each other and laughing, come see us. I thought you were going to say, if you want to hear a rational person talk to a crazy person, then come to Go the somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, well, then you might be, be able to come to our podcast and yeah. just the rational and crazy that's true be a different they person just depending they're on just, your viewpoint. they're together yeah. that's right we're not going to give you all the details yeah figure it out yourself it's pretty now, easy sometimes i'm rational and sometimes i'm not they really do be like that you are always rational as far as i know i i think so too but some except for when it comes to time me. travel you gotta yeah. you gotta come over on that one to a point of almost I, being I believe irrational in time travel. yeah <laughs> i just believe you 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 don't go back you just think to, it's forward slowly I think you can go backwards. You just don't go backwards to the to your timeline. You go to a different timeline. Yeah, when you can't screw up too much. That's good stuff. Because it always has been. Yeah, and it's going on at the same time as every other thing. <laughs> Why is that, Christian? You gonna bring it over here too? Time is a flat circle. There it is. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Found a way. This podcast is a flat circle. Yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, be sure to go check out the Freaky Deaky. Those guys are over there. They're doing a lot of good work. Production value, like I said, way better than this one. Also, if you want to follow this podcast, if you don't like this episode and the things that I do over here, fortunately, we got a whole other side of it. Anthony's covering you uh, movie news, Hollywood news on Weekend Wire on Sunday. Monday Madness, he gets to talk about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. You can send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. Uh, find us on our social medias at culturejackdon.com.